You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. It's now time for A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. From amazing stories to colorful personalities, join us as we go in-depth with the men and women that make up the Oakland Athletics Organization. It all starts right now. It's time for another edition of A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. I hope everybody is doing well. I can't tell you how much fun we are having with A's cast. This is really, really special as we are the only team in Major League Baseball that is allowed to do this this year. So, once again, innovators in the game. And I can tell you I've had a few organizations reach out to me about, what is this A's cast? What are you guys doing on TuneIn? And I got to give the NHL a lot of credit because they really paved the way. There's teams in the NHL that don't even have radio stations. They only have their games streaming like this on TuneIn. Of course, Major League Baseball, as usual, is always the last to get in the pool. <laughs> I mean, they're the last to do it. Other than Jackie Robinson, Major League Baseball has been last at everything, you know? When you start talking about replay and interleague play and all these different things. But uh, it's a lot of fun. We're enjoying it, and we're hoping you're going to enjoy it too. So you're going to hear today from Barry Zito, you're going to hear from Chris Davis, you're going to hear from Josh Fegley, and you're going to hear from Ramon Laureano. Laser Ramon. But first, Barry Zito, as he was in town promoting California being green, and I was really excited to catch up with Barry because last year we had the Top 50, which was an awesome event. You got to vote on Oakland A's Top 50 Players of All Time. Problem was, he was one of the guys I didn't get. So we got to talk to him, what it means to him as a former A, as a great A, a Cy Young Award winner, what did it mean for Barry Zito to be voted top 50? Here is my conversation with one of the best left-handers in the organization's history. Well, it is great to have you on, and you know, I want to talk to you a little bit about what you got going on here tonight. But obviously, last year, you were the only guy who didn't get top 50, and uh, it's great to catch up. I know that was a while ago, but what did that mean to you to be voted by the fans top 50A all time? Incredible. I mean, just, yeah, incredible honor. And to, to come out here and to actually, like, be on the field and walk the green carpet and, you know, come out here and see Huddy and, I mean, just all the boys, you know. And they had some old-school folks. And yeah. It was incredible. Um, one of my favorite memories, actually, on this field. And I think about the relationship that you have, you know, when you came back to the A's after your time with the Giants, but just your group, you know, the big three and all the great players from Giambi to Hada, you guys have a special connection. Even though you never won a World Series, you guys had a special connection with the fan base. I think we did, yeah. And I think we were always an underrated team that ended up being, you know, expected to do big things. And uh, we kind of came out of nowhere in 2000, you know, and you know, played some pretty tough baseball and, you know, we lost to the Yanks in the playoffs, but for the next number of years, we were, you know, we were getting, um, we were getting the people's best, you know, best efforts on the other side of the field and had some great battles with Seattle and Anaheim those years. 
Now, obviously, you, you won a couple rings with the San Francisco Giants, but really your best years were here as an Oakland A when you won the Cy Young. What was it like pitching here for the Green and Gold? It was always so much fun, and I think that's probably why my performance on the field was good because it was just, you know, go out there, be yourself. Um, as you know, the A's clubhouse has always been – you know, whatever kind of individual you are, just be who you are and go out there and have fun on the field. And I think that's something that's pretty special here in Oakland. Um, and they've kind of built a reputation for themselves, just the A's in general, for just being, you know, the misfits or whatever you want to call it. Um, but that breeds, you know, good uh, performance most of the time because when you're comfortable being yourself, you're going to go out and do good things on the field. But when you feel like you got to be perfect, uh, which I did a lot of times in San Francisco, you know, you end up pressing on the field. You know, I used to, the first time I interviewed you was your rookie year. I was over at KMBR back in the time, and I was around the Giants, and I remember coming over here and interviewing you, and it was just the confidence you had really from the start. What was that like when you got here and you just you just knew you fit? Yeah, I think I think it had to do with the team. I really did. If I came up into a situation where it was a lot of veteran players and people saying, oh, you can't do that, or you got to wear this, or you got to, you know, I probably would have tensed up a little bit because I was just kind of a mellow dude raised in a family of musicians and kind of a beach kid, you know. So um, I think the, the clubhouse environment really was, was everything for me that just allowed me to be who I was. And, of course, we had guys like Huddy and, um, you know, Adam Pyatt and T. Long and Ramon. And, I mean, all these great personalities, um, Johnny Damon and, you know, Giambi leading the pack. So that just led to all of us having fun on the field. You know what's crazy? The clubhouse is still like that. That's what I'm saying. It's a very odd thing. And you can't, I don't even know if you can point at any one person in the front office as to why that is. That's just the vibe here, you know? I don't know why. I don't know. It's it's very interesting, but Oakland always has that, that personality. And since I retired three and a half years ago, I mean, I've come in this clubhouse, you know, even when I would come say hi when I was on the Giants side, it just always had that feel. And I think that's why they're always doing special things here on the field. How about that game? Really was like the end of your career and Tim Hudson where you guys are pitching against each other here, Giants versus the A's, and both of you guys got the huge standing ovations. Mm -hmm. That had to be a, a career high for you. It was incredible, yeah. I think it was one of those situations where you were having so much fun actually being out there and just saying, whoa, this is a special day that you're like, oh, wait, I have to pitch a game right now. <laughs> so me and Huddy kind of stuck up the joint. We were not good that day, but it was because, you know, I just wanted to take it all in and knew that that was a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to, to come back to the team where I signed 15 years earlier, and, you know. Didn't really make my pitches, but, I mean, it, it was just such a special day, so. And tell us how things are going in Nashville for you and your music career. Yeah, so Nashville's just been awesome. Didn't think I would ever leave California, but ended up moving out there and writing songs on Music Row, collaborating with great writers and getting some, you know, some cuts and things like that, which is the whole, you know, that's the vibe, write songs and have mm -hmm. other people cut them. Um, getting into music production now and uh, some engineering stuff and just everything I've wanted to do for my whole life. So I'm getting to do it now with music. Is this because you went to the Nashville Sounds and you fell in love or was this something that you always knew you were going to do? No, my family, I came from a jazz musician family. So yeah, I used to, you know, I counted the days to when baseball was over so I could go into music full time. And, and I ended up in Nashville, which is an incredible songwriting town. Mm -hmm. um, but I had always planned on going into writing and production for many years. So.
Yeah, so this is the thing, you know, it's like you, you play baseball and you talk about retiring, but you're a young man. You got a lot of your life left, and some guys really struggle after baseball because yeah. they don't know what they're going to do. You know, fortunately, a lot of guys end up coaching or they have yeah. scouting, they end up in organizations. But for you, you got to do what you truly love. It is, yeah, and it's funny too because I come back to the field like today and I just forget almost that I was like a ball player. Like, because I'm so removed from that identity, which is a good thing. I think I gave too much to that identity, which led me to a lot of pain and misery but um so yeah I'll come back out on the field out here in Oakland I'm like oh yeah I used to do this every day because uh, it's you know I, I just right now it's family and music for me man I couldn't be happier yeah you, you were a Cy Young Award winner <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know sometimes I have to remind myself of that it's crazy so what so what we're doing here today with energy and what we're going to be doing powering down the scoreboards yeah. and we're going to do the national anthem you're going to be with Dick, Cannell, Dick Callahan yes. our public address announcer leading the national anthem it's kind of like the cubs in the seventh inning what's this going to be like for you it's going to be great man i'm excited you know uh we basically are gonna yeah we're gonna power down the scoreboards all the led boards and i'm out here with energy upgrade california we're just inspiring people to do what you can to conserve just a little bit of energy here and there and it all adds up and you know we're trying to keep california golden and being a native californian you know trying to get everybody on board change some light bulbs to leds uh you know, wash your clothes in cold water, whatever it is. Uh, and so we're going to sing a big acapella national anthem tonight, and we're going to really inspire people to unplug. And uh, I do it with my music. I try to write my songs on the acoustic guitar and then, you know, produce it on the computer later versus produce it on the computer. So, you know, we're going to unplug out here tonight. Well, you had an incredible career, and I'm sure your second career is going to be just as good. We appreciate You know how much these, these fans love you. They've always loved you, and uh, have fun tonight. I will. Thanks so much. Barry Zito is a heck of a guy, and just wish him all the best with his new music career back in Nashville. What a special day it was when KD signed the contract and the extension, and then we had the celebration in the treehouse and the press conference. You know, KD... It was funny. We were supposed to talk to him after as we went live uh, on A's cast, but he wanted to get it out of the way. And I've never heard him give these type of answers. And I can tell you that this meant so much to him. And when his teammates walked in and I told him to turn around and look at his teammates, he got so emotional, he was shaking. I've never seen that with him. And truly what this means for the organization to have a primetime player say, I want to extend my time here. I want to play for the Oakland A's and Bob Melvin, I think means a lot to everybody. The franchise, it means a lot to the fan base. Here is KD, Chris Davis, talking about his new contract extension with the Oakland A's. Chris, congratulations on the contract extension. I know it meant so much to you that you wanted to stay here, you wanted to be here, you're comfortable, and you're an Oakland A. Yeah, this is huge. It was a special day for me and my family, and um, I just want to say thanks to everybody that's been instrumental to making this happen you know this is where I where I wanted to be and uh, I'm just glad it's finally done yeah you know I can tell you someone that's been doing this for a long time you know we've waited for someone to truly embrace Oakland and sign that big contract with the Oakland Athletics so your signing today is just not big from a baseball standpoint but it's big from an organizational standpoint as a premier player in the game saying you know what I believe in what this franchise is doing and I want to be here yeah, the future's bright for us. I, I like the way we're uh, headed as a team. You know, we're always going to compete. Uh, the group of guys in there is, is that's what they're all about. And um, I, I can feed off that alone. And being kind of the leader and, and to watch you with this young core, 
What is it? What is the sign to this young core when you think of like Chapman and Olson for you to sign and you're saying I'm staying with you guys? I want to be here. What do you think it means to them? Ooh, uh, <laughs> just a lot of fun. Uh, they they know I like to have fun and goof around and uh, keep it lighthearted and you know they uh, they bring that same intensity and, and it's lighthearted but they're intense at the same time. So having that balance and. They, it's just a great mix. I can't even explain it. What does it mean for you to have these young guys, and how do they inspire you on a daily basis? Uh, just just um, they're so willing to learn, you know, like just coming to the ballpark um, with that approach alone is, is, is a success waiting to happen. And I think about Bob Melvin, and, and all the players talk about it. There's a certain culture that has happened here in the clubhouse, really uh, like a family. And Bob Melvin, there's always tough decisions, but everybody understands that. Talk about the culture he has set in your guys' clubhouse. Uh, just baseball, strictly baseball. It's all about winning. Um, whenever we lose, he's he's the so- most sore after in the clubhouse, you know. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, when when we win, he, he has that big smile at the same time that you, you still want to see, you know. So... Uh, just having that product in the in the clubhouse is huge. Talk about the trust factor that the team has with Bob Melvin and his staff. Uh, it's there. Uh, it, it's a it's a relationship that he just trusts his players to go out there and play the game the right way. You know, um, just represent Oakland well. For you as a player, how nice is it now? You don't have to answer the questions about a contract. You don't have to answer about your future. You're going to be here. You're going to be with the A's. How good does that make you feel? Uh, it's incredible. Uh, just uh, driving up to the ballpark and seeing my my name on the on the scoreboard, and it was, just, it was a big time feeling. Uh, I felt like like Muhammad Ali would felt. Well, I can tell you. Turn around and look. You got all the all the players, all all the guys that you go to battle with every single day are now walking in here. Bob Melvin's going to be here. You just walk through a sea of employees, and they're all wearing this T-shirt. This T-shirt made for you, KD two rooted in Oakland. The love that you're being shown by this organization. Did you ever think this would happen in your career? Uh, not a shot. I. Uh, it's so real, but um, at the same time, it's it's a lot of gratitude. It's a lot of. A lot of great faces and great support team. You know, a a guy that I have the stat for you. Since 2016, you've hit 143 home runs. That's the most in Major League Baseball. The next closest guy is Giancarlo Stanton. He's 19 behind you. You know, most guys that have those kind of numbers, they walk around with a big bravado, have a big ego. You're the kind of guy that just you just want to show up, you want to play ball, you want to win, and you want to be with your guys. Yeah, I definitely want to win. At the end of the day, I'm I'm, uh, satisfied and I can sleep at night as long as we're uh, contending. When did you know this deal? Because I actually interviewed David Force two days ago, and I was asking him about you, and he was like, well, you know, we're talking with his representatives, and then, of course, the deal gets announced yesterday. When did you know that this thing really was going to go down and you were going to sign the extension? Uh, probably, what's today, Friday? Uh, I think I knew Wednesday. But wow. So it's just gone down. Yeah, it's it was uh, lightning in a bottle. It just happened that fast. And did you tell, because I'm sure, you know, a lot of people have talked about the extensions and not going to free agency. Did you ever have thoughts about going to free agency? Or you're like, you know what, I'm always going to stay here? Uh, no, I thought something got, would have got done. Um, we'll see uh, as time goes on, you know. Uh, I know the business. It's going to change. But 
uh, we'll see. Now you've gotten out to a hot start, and right now where your ball club is, how, how do you see this team right now after a really kind of a, a weird trip? As I talked about what you said, I think you said it in Baltimore, how you guys are just getting back into baseball shape because you had to go to Japan, 18 straight, 10 straight on the road. It's like now are you guys starting to settle in? Yeah, I think um, we're starting to feel like we're back back home. And there's your skipper right there. I know he's happy you got inked. Uh, yeah, definitely. We just uh, got it done right now. and. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, been overwhelming. Well, you got all your teammates here. You got every single employee for the Oakland Athletics is here, and we're all here to celebrate you because, once again, I know anytime you sign a contract and you sign for this kind of money, it's a big deal for you, your family, and your life. But this is a big deal for this organization because you have said you want to be with us, and that means a lot to all of us here that work for the Oakland A's. Absolutely. It's- happy to be here we appreciate your time go enjoy it and uh, have fun at the press conference and keep hitting home runs and we'll love watching you do it hey go ace yeah chris davis one of the great home run hitters in oakland a's history was an awesome day up in the treehouse i can tell you i was i was very uh, honored to be a part of the event and i think everybody that was there felt that so many good things are happening with this organization the ballpark what they're doing with the coliseum signing players keeping players All good for the Oakland Athletics right now. Everybody's moving in the right direction, or as I like to say, everybody's pulling on the same rope. Talk about a guy who's having a pretty good year. I got a chance to check in with Josh Fegley. I mean, people are wondering, would he even make the team out of spring training? And boy, he's gotten out to a hot start, and he's done a really good job with the pitching staff, and a pitching staff that has struggled. But he's got to keep it all together. So for the first time in his career, he's playing every single day, and he's absolutely loving it. Here's the catcher for your Oakland Athletics, Josh Fegley. Well, first off, congratulations on the hot start. I mean, the way you've been playing is just really a carryover from what you were doing at the end of last season. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think um, kind of just taking the thoughts I had last year and where I ended, um, you know, I didn't get a lot of at-bats, but um, – I was happy with my swing going into the off season and and just kind of using that all off season to kind of fuel you know that hunger to do better the next year and and uh, I had a great spring and I was just kind of hoping I carried that into the season and um, you know didn't start the way I wanted the first couple games but kind of got back to those uh, fundamentals that I was I was kind of trying to get into in the off season and uh, kind of exploded there last week. You know, we talked about at the end of last year where you felt I can be an everyday catcher, and if I'm healthy, you can do that, and you're proving that right now. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how I always train. That's how I always prepare my mind every year uh, going into spring training. Like, I want to be the everyday guy, and, and I don't show up to be the backup. Um, if that's the role they want me to be in, then I'll accept it and do the best I can for this team. But I always want to be there to be the everyday guy. And, you know, in the past years, if anyone got hurt or um, and I had to step in as the everyday guy, I wanted to be ready. I wanted to be, you know, capable of doing that and show that I was capable of doing that. So, um, you know, just kind of the way the chips have fallen this year, uh, I've kind of fallen in uh, playing a lot more uh, than I'm used to in the past couple seasons. And and uh, just trying to honestly just trying to enjoy it, just trying to play hard and enjoy it. Well, there was a battle of spring training, and there's no question you've won that battle. You've become the everyday catcher. You have to feel proud that, you know, hey, that's what this game is. You're, you're going to have battles, and you came out right now. You've come out on top. Yeah, I think the big battle is just with myself. Um, the last couple years, it's easy to get discouraged, you know, fighting through injury, fighting through, you know, not playing a lot. And, you know, that doubt can kind of creep in where, you know, if I'm called upon, I don't, I don't know if I could be the everyday guy or, you know, I haven't hit 
that many at bats in a row in a long time. Like, kind of just that fear of failing, and just to fight through that, and and just to kind of just enjoy the time I've had on the field and just play and trust in my abilities and know that it's still there. It's just been a lot of fun so far. And I can tell you this, uh, you don't have to worry about that because you've got a career-high hitting streak right now, and you're hitting over 400 during this hitting streak. What has changed for you? I mean, just simplifying the approach and seeing the ball. I think um, I've got really good hand-eye coordination to take the bat to the ball, and my biggest downfall my career has been getting out of a good hitting position and then just flailing at the ball and making soft contact, you know, making bad contact, chasing pitches out of the zone. Um, but I'm, I'm just simplifying the approach and just trying to stay in the strike zone, take the bat directly to the ball, and, and I'm hitting the ball in the barrel. When you hit it hard, you know, your chances are better than none. Yeah, no question you've been hitting it hard with the power. And, and you know, one thing that I talk about all the time with Ray Fossey, which, which changed from the big leagues now to what it used to be, is the amount of guys that you have to catch. I mean, you've got a 13-man staff compared to what Fossey said in one World Series. They only use five pitchers the entire series. So what is that like having to manage this? many guys i mean it's it's fun i enjoy it uh, i enjoy you know building those relationships and uh, having those guys believe in me behind the plate but it's you know you got to be on your toes mentally uh each new guy that comes in you got to know what kind of game they like to throw where they're at at that time um you know the hitters we're facing um you know what they're gonna like against the certain guy that's at the dish and uh, that's the challenge you know that's the fun of it and competing but um you know it's that road trip, you know, we had some ups and had some downs. So, I mean, it was kind of a roller coaster with our, our pitching staff and, you know, trying to manage all that and everything. It was it was tiring. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you're, you're, you're the quarterback because you've got to know the other team. you got to know your pitchers. you got to know what the strengths are of your pitchers or what's working on that day for that pitcher. Plus, you got to know this, the opposing hitters. How much time is studying goes in for you? Man, I mean, we, we've got a lot of meetings. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, material as far as, you know, reports and what we like against certain guys. And and then it's a lot of knowledge just from over the years of catching some of these guys and, and, and knowing them a little deeper than just on the surface and, and what they need when they're feeling bad and, you know, what they need when they're feeling good. And so, um, man, we, we do our homework on this team, that's for sure. Yeah, because i got to think uh, – when you're out there, you're going to know pretty quick, does my guy got it or does my guy not have it? What is that feeling like, and then what changes for you once you realize what's going on with your pitcher? Man, I mean, the good thing about our staff is we've got some nasty stuff, and and even on their bad days, they're very capable. Um, and so a lot of it is, you know, they might not feel up to par or feel their best, but you got to kind of fake it with them and say, like, you're, st- you know, you're still going to get these guys out. You've got stuff, and, and – uh, you know that's that's half of it, but um, just each guy that comes in, I feel like gives us a chance to stay in the ball game or win the ball game, and and uh, you know I think we've enjoyed handling the whole staff. When you talk about Blake Trinan, it's just not physically possible to throw a ball like 99 miles an hour and have it sink the way it does. When you're catching him, is it just like it's got to be crazy? It's it is it is crazy some of the swings he gets on these pitches and um you know that far down out of the zone sometimes skipping balls you know behind the dish and guys are swinging at it but when it's that hard out of the hand you don't have a lot of time to make up your mind and with somebody that nasty you know guys aren't waiting around you know for two strike counts to see his breaking stuff and they just want to get in there and see a fastball and swing at it so he uses that to his advantage and his movement and, and just pure power on the hill and and uh it's 
it's a lot of fun to kind of call that guy's game and see what he can do to the hitters. Yeah, it's great watching on television because of the camera angle. And you just go, how does he make the ball do that? You know, let's end on this. It's great to always have a, a manager who was a catcher. And we know Bobby's been saying a lot of great things about you to the media and watching you progress. What's it like for him? He's the guy. He's the manager. But he was a catcher, so he knows exactly what you're going through. Absolutely. Um, he He's able to think the entire game all the time. And, and he's handling the running game with signs from the dugout. Uh, he's handling the bullpen at the same time, who to bring in, all that. Um, you know, manages defense. I think he does a really good job of giving guys days off when they need one. You know, when they don't think they need one, but they need one. But um, just all around managing the entire game. Plus, he's a lot of fun to have around and, and to play for. And he always makes it fun and light. And, and you feel like he's on your side at all times. So... Uh, playing for a guy like that is, is awesome. Well, we're loving the hot start. Continue, and uh, it's been a lot of fun, and keep killing it. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks. We know Sean Murphy is the future at catcher for the Oakland Athletics, but right now, Josh Fagley getting it done and holding down the catcher position for your Oakland Athletics. Laser Ramon. Ramon Laureano has just been thrilling crowds and just – coming up big on the MLB Network. They absolutely love him. I mean, he's a highlight reel, what he's been able to do. His throws, his catches. How about the one where he jumps over the wall against the Rangers, brings it back, then guns it uh, to, to first base, air, air mails first base, Hundley gets it, then throws it, gets the double play, a 389-foot double play. Unbelievable. But Once this kid's bat starts matching his defense, wow, look out. Here's my conversation with Laser Ramon. So I got to tell you, watching the MLB Network lately, you've become a star on the MLB Network with the plays that you've been making. Just how much fun are you having out there in center field right now? Uh, I'm always having fun. Uh, Yeah, in the clubhouse, in in the field, obviously. And, uh, yeah, I'm playing a kid's game, so why not have fun? No doubt. And that's always been the one thing, and I was actually talking about Barry, to Barry Zito about this, is that this clubhouse for years has always been like this. It's not like it's something that just started. It's always been a great clubhouse. Talk about how from the first time you came in here to what you see now, just just it's it's a great group of guys. Uh, from when I came last year, uh, I mean, I haven't been here long, so... But it's been pretty welcoming. Uh, everybody gets along pretty good. It's a pretty easygoing people in here. And uh, everybody from the clubhouse guys to the front office, uh, everybody around here is pretty pretty loose. So no. It's pretty fun to be, be here. So I think about the catch that you recently had and the throw. Just thinking about that catch, the wind was blowing. You know, we usually don't see the wind blow that much. Did you, did you think it was going to go out off the bat? Uh, I mean, not, not really, but at the moment, you know, the wind stuff is just part of the game. I just kind of, for me, it's just simple. It's just literally just catch the ball. Find a way to catch it. Just find a way to catch the ball and don't let it drop. That's what I always think, and that's what I I take it to heart, and yeah. And you know what you showed us? You showed us you have some serious hops out there in center field. Some hops? Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. The way you were able to get up and go after that, and then the, what I love is the way you turn around and you just, you just, you just gun it. What's the thought process there? You're just letting it go. Uh, yeah, just adrenaline of the game. I mean, of that moment right there, you just, just, just threw it pretty hard right away. <laughs> and yeah, trying to make a double play, but obviously we got it. And Nick Huntley, which I haven't 
I haven't got him credit yet. He 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 did a tremendous back. He, I mean, he back backed me up on that one. And Morales, Morales tried on that one, but he was like a running back. Uh, but yeah, he Nick Humphrey helped me helped me out, and I give a lot of credit to him. Yeah, he was like a quarterback where he catches it and on the run throws across back his body for a 389 foot double play. Yeah, that, that's, that's what it ended up being. That's crazy. That's, uh, that's unbelievable right there. Uh, but yeah, I give a lot of credit to Nick on that one. When I think about your arm and the accuracy, how much do you practice it? Because we know you got a very strong arm, but usually guys with strong arms normally aren't as accurate as you are. You have the strong arm and the accuracy together. Uh, I mean, I just, you know, I just put a, I just keep working at it. I mean, I just keep working in in infield and outfield uh, during practice, during BP and stuff like that. And anytime that I have a chance, I just, I just pick a spot and I throw it, for example. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I have fun with it. Yeah, it's a big part of your defense because really what you've been able to do so far since you've come to the big leagues, and especially this year with the outfield assist, you're really helping out your pitcher out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what... Uh, that's what we all try to do. Just whenever we're in defense, just try to help the pitcher out and uh, and trying to help us win. From an offensive standpoint, have you seen pitchers making adjustment to you this year versus what they were doing last year? Um, yeah, I mean, of course, because everybody, you know, know me now. Most of the teams, they, they know who, 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 you know, I am and... Uh, and they've just been trying to find ways to get me out, which they have. But uh, but yeah, just gotta gotta adjust, gotta trust the process, and stay optimistic and positive, like I am. And uh, I know things will come. Uh, this is a game of adjustments early in the season still. Uh, I'm a slow starter also, so yeah. Yeah, we got a long way to go, no question. We got did five months to go. So. Did you know they're making a T-shirt about you here, the A's? Uh, they told me the other day, yeah, about it. I mean, I heard about it. Yeah, it's going to be Laser Ramon on the T-shirt. And so, I mean, when you start getting T-shirts and bobbleheads, that's when you know you're becoming a fan favorite. What does it mean to you that all these A's fans are loving watching you play? Uh, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, it's fun that they support you. It's really, it means a lot. But we got to stay present and uh, keep working and, uh, and get some wins. Yeah, keep elect keep electrifying the baseball world because we're having a lot a lot of fun watching you play. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This kid has some crazy skills. If he can ever get his bat to match his defense, he could be an all-star player because that's how good his defense is. All right, you heard from Barry Zito, Chris Davis, Josh Fegley, and Laser Ramon. We hope you all enjoyed, and we hope to see you out at the ballpark once the A's get back in town. Come by and say hi. Come see us in the treehouse. We'll talk to you soon.